0: So credible Christian warfare. Isn't this weather awesome? I, I like rainy days like this. especially. If... Oh no. <coughs> oh. oh no. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, this is a lot of rain It's not a little Yeah Yeah, we don't need floods I was like, a little rain's okay You don't want too much rain You don't want to flood the fields out So, too much of a good thing is a bad thing Man, it's I don't know, can you hear me back there? I didn't think so She's like I'm sorry, we don't have uh, amplification uh, tonight, so um, I'll yell. Yeah. All right. That's right. So we're in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and uh, we've covered quite a bit here already, so praise the Lord. We're talking about the battle to corrupt your credible Christian purity. We've talked about competition for our love. And uh, we've talked about, wow, how God is jealous for you. Huh? Yeah, this is loud. How God is jealous for you. And, uh, yeah, we can move to a classroom. Uh, We talked about the corruption of our love. And then I think today we'll be able to finish this up talking about the credibility of our love. So,. The competition for our love, the corruption of our love, in verses 3 and 4, and now the credibility of our love, verses um, 5 through 15. Uh, speaking of that, um, on Memorial Day weekend, before I go too much further, I, um, do you, I, I can either have church Memorial Day weekend or on Sunday night, or we I will not be here, or we can suspend the prayer meeting. So I don't know which which we'd rather do. Um, Memorial Day weekend, church in the park. I usually have <clears throat> I usually have it in on the church in the park. I think. Well, no, that's two weeks out, but or it's three weeks away. It will be the next weekend after Memorial Day. So, <clears throat> I guess I don't. I'm not going to be here Memorial Day weekend. So pretty much Jeff would take it or if Jeff has plans, you're gone. Oh, yeah, you're out of town. So, <clears throat> yeah, Ron could, well, Ron could take it. Oh, that's okay, Ron. I hate for Ron to have to, can you, I mean, if Ron's having a hard time, I'm in trouble. But <clears throat> I got Amy to move the front row, so I'm, I'm encouraged, so. <laughs> I think we're good. This will die off in a second. All right, so let's get back to the credibility of our love. Um, I didn't. I'll make a decision this week on what we're going to do, one way or the other, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, the credibility of our love. Second Corinthians eleven five through fifteen. Let's just go ahead and read one through uh, or five through fifteen. I don't want to read all that. It says, "Now that he hath wrought us." I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong chapter. That's the wrong place. Okay, I'm in the right spot. For I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chiefest of chiefest apostles, but though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. But we have been thoroughly manifest among you in all things. I have committed an <clears throat> have I committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted, because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely. I robbed other churches, taking wages of them, to do you service. And when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man. For that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia, supplied. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 10. As the truth of Christ is in me, so... No man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. Wherefore, because I love you not, God knoweth. But what I do, that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory, they may be found even as we. For such as are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the light of the world, and uh, you have the word of life. As we talked about this morning, we pray, Heavenly Father, that you just illuminate us. Uh, Thank you for the water, Lord, that we're receiving. We pray, God, that uh, you just uh, please keep it from flooding. And, uh, Lord, we thank you for your blessings and your showers of blessings. Pray, God, that we would be overflowed to the full with the Spirit of God, the Word of God. And, uh, Lord, a love for people that uh, is only from you, Lord. It's your joy. May your joy fill us to the full tonight. We thank you and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we're talking about the credibility of our love. And um, uh, verses 5 through 7, we see that uh, our love is free of charge. Our love is free of charge. And that's what Paul's talking about there. He says, For I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chiefest apostles, but though I be rude in speech and not in knowledge, right? He's rich in knowledge. But we have been thoroughly made manifest, <clears throat> thoroughly, I'm sorry, thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Have I committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted? Because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely. Right? He's, his love is without is without charge. Um, doctor, you know uh, the PhD, Doctor Paul of Tarsus could have charged big bucks for his engagements, right? In Corinth. Um, as the other foolish speakers, you know, making the circuits, um, and uh, he's like, you know what? I think, you know, he's asking the question: uh, Have I made a, have I, uh, you know, made a mistake in giving you the the gospel of God freely? So Paul had a problem selling to others what he he'd already received with by God's grace and what he'd received freely. He had a problem selling to others what God had given him freely. Even though it was the most valuable thing in the world, and so uh, Proverbs twenty three twenty three says, "Buy the truth, and sell it not." Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding, and so uh, that's a pretty good, you know, that's a pr- that's a pretty excellent thing to live by. Buy the truth, sell it not. Right? So Paul wasn't into selling the truth; he was into giving the truth. Uh, And just because uh, we don't have to pay $300 a credit hour uh, for this sermon doesn't mean it's less valuable than a college degree. As a matter of fact, it's probably more valuable. So the price of God's word is measured in the suffering of Christ and his saints. And so that's what Paul's really highlighting is his suffering. Paul was willing to suffer. Uh, we just talked about that this morning out of Philippians. He can't, he counted all joy to suffer because he he was like being like Christ. He was giving what was most valuable, which is which is his life for the sake of others, and so and that brought glory to God. So the man the man who discipled me said if he had to pay for the blessings of the Word of God in his life, um, he could never come close to purchasing it. Right, and so and this was a man who at one time wrestled with greed and was had earthly wealth. And uh, God had to take all that from him and uh, to get him broken and get saved. Uh, but it was so impressive to me that a man of uh, means uh, had that mindset. I never forgot that as a young disciple. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And so uh, he really appreciated the Word of God and what our church gave. And so if the Word's not real and active in our lives, uh, we will place no value on it. Right? We're just not going to... We're just not going to value it like we ought to. It's basically what I was talking about this morning. Uh, you know, we have to find uh, teachers that tickle our ears and entertain us with funny stories and shallow uh, lies and uh, word-faith promises that aren't even accurate. Um, and it's just emotional. You know, and and that's not really what... And again, God can control our emotions, but it needs to start with truth, with God's Word. And Paul wasn't uh, hiding the truth from the Corinthians. So, so our love is free of charge though just when you think about that from the concept of Jesus right his love is free to us but it costs God everything right so uh, so basically Paul is willing as he says in another place to spend and be spent you know for the sake of the church and so that's the hard attitude that really um, that he had and that's the that hard attitude that we could pray God would give us toward the things of God and investing credible, Uh, It's the credibility of our love, a willingness to give sacrificially. That's an attribute of the Lord Jesus Christ. So point B on your outline. So point one is our love is free of charge. Point B is God's credit is good. God's credit is good. Hallelujah to that. Um, I think there's a lot of people fixing to be in a credit crunch here pretty shortly. Uh, So 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 8 he goes on to say, I have I, I robbed other, other churches, taking wages of them, to do you service. And when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man, for that which is lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia, supplied. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, so will I keep myself. And so... Paul is uh, not wanting to charge them. He's not wanting to be burdensome. In verse 10 he says, As the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. And so uh, and so, the saints at Corinth were, were the mission field, and Paul was the missionary. And uh, he was investing there, as you guys know. And just because the message is free doesn't mean it's cheap. And so, as we uh, saw in chapters eight and nine, giving is a free will opportunity to minister. It's not a mandate. So this they, they miss the blessing, while the churches in Macedonia reap the reward of Paul's ministry. So Paul is he's uh, he's robbing, so to speak. He says from Macedonia, but they're really reaping the blessing of Paul's faithfulness. Where the churches at Corinth, they don't really realize the gift that they got. Is not that always how it is? Oftentimes, you do know, as they say, you don't really realize what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I just uh was watching I just uh uh some I was in the, the Papa Murphy's this weekend and uh this lady was working and I was listening to her rap music and uh it had a really good beat but I couldn't hear the lyrics so I said, Whose song is this? and and she told me some Rio, so and so, some some rapper out of Flint, Michigan. So uh I like rap music, so I went and listened to his rap music and it was horrible. Horrendous terrible uh message is horrible the guys wicked and lost as a goose but anyway he's in prison now he's gotten sent to prison for four or five years and uh it's amazing how his lyrics change all of a sudden in his songs and so the last song i, li- I listened to he's talking about going away to prison and how all of a sudden now he li- he's missing green grass and holding his kids and all of a sudden i'm like isn't that something you know mr bad boy in the neighborhood all of a sudden is all getting soft and tender with his kids and the grass in the front yard because he's starting to he's going to miss what he's got, you know, and he's not going to appreciate it till it's gone, and so sometimes it's like that, <clears throat> and so the, he he's, he's even talking about church in that rap song, grandma and mama and church and the grass in the front yard and my kids, and I'm like, wow, this guy's all of a sudden, uh, going to prison is going to be good for him, <laughs> so I pray that he gets saved, because that's what he needs, but uh, yeah, it's amazing what we, we appreciate and what we don't appreciate. Um, and so they missed the blessing. Uh, you know, the Corinthians were missing the blessing that the Macedonians were getting in on, because uh, they were they were being uh, supportive of the ministry of Paul. So God's manifest, God manifests His love by having the brothers of Macedonia invest in the brothers of Corinth, which is upside down and backwards. Right? The Corinthians in Achaia were much more uh, wealthy uh, than the Corinthians, and that's why Paul was encouraging the Corinthians. To put up or shut up, right? Because the, the Corinthians had inspired the Macedonians to give above their means. And so uh, God was, uh, was, was using the Corinthians, whether for good or evil, um, for the benefit of the Macedonians. God was blessing the Macedonians. So brotherly love, this is the bottom line on this point, when it, God's credit is good, point B. Brotherly love is always a good investment. If you're looking for good investments and good ROI, uh, brotherly love is always a good investment. The great commandment is always a good a good investment. Uh, and you can never have too much kindness and brotherly kindness. Uh, point C, credible Christians battle strategically. Uh, and you see in verses 11 and 12, Paul goes on to say, Wherefore, because I love you not, God knoweth, but what I do that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory, they may be found even as as we. So what's Paul saying there? So Paul is aware of the false teachers in Corinth, even if the church was not. And he's looking out for the church. Therefore, he's not going to give the false brother and fuel to fight with, and so he was not going to take money from the church at Corinth because he already knew he was a step ahead of those that would accuse him. In Second Corinthians 11:12, Paul tells them that this, that his style of ministry is the standard, free, loving, and true, and that they must meet that standard if they're going to be approved. That's what he says there. But but what I do, that that I will do. That I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory they may be even or be found even as we. That last sentence there, they need to be found even as we, that they may be found even as we. Is what he's saying is that if we're going to you know, compare you know, comparing ourselves with ourselves unwise, but if we're going to do that, I'm going to be a step ahead, and I'm not going to charge anybody, and I'm going to give the most valuable thing for free, and I'm going to be an example of Christ, right? So if we're going to set a standard, I'm setting it, right? They need to be found as we. Uh, we're the standard. We're the gold standard, so to speak. Uh, and so he's removing uh, the, uh, the opportunity for the opposition to accuse him. Uh, that doesn't mean the opposition won't but he's he's being very prudent and strategic in the christian warfare right there and so uh point d credible christians light uh credible christian light attracts uh insects right and attracts bugs in second corinthians 11 13 through 15 that's how we wrap this up he says for such are false apostles Uh, deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of christ and no marvel for satan himself is transformed into an angel of light therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness whose ends uh, ends shall be according to their works and so credible christian uh, uh, christians light attract bugs you know just like the proverbial you know I I got these June bugs at my house, so we got these bulbs that are on now, those dimmable bulbs at night, so my lights are on all the time, which is good, but it attracts these uh June bugs, yeah, the June bugs, they're nasty. Uh, that's what happens. The light attracts the bugs, you know. And so that happens with the light of Christ, too. Bugs start showing up, which is no problem. Shine that light. False apostles, right? They're sent with the wrong spirit. <clears throat> they're sent ones, but they're sent with the wrong spirit. They're apostles, an apostle's a sent one, but they're false apostles. Uh, deceitful workers, he says, controlled by the old nature. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Talks about that. We covered that on Wednesday night not long ago. I'm going to go back and look at that. Let's see, it should be right there. Ephesians 4.22 says um, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts. Right? So these are deceitful workers. So where do you think deceitful works are coming from? Well, they're coming from deceitful lusts. And so these people have not put off the flesh and put on Christ and so you know I really like this because it's pertinent to our culture he calls them transformers right they're transformed twice in verses 14 and 15 he says no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light that's pretty important that I probably camp out on this for just a second as we're in first John and and John talks about the uh, Antichrist even already working right in the first century Um, you know, and so we know that soon, very soon, the antichrist is going to be, you know, become apparent, and uh, uh, the tribulation, you know, will begin. And so uh, the antichrist is going to, you know, be transformed. He's a transformer into an angel of light. He's a minister. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's got, uh, you know, he's got influence, um, uh, and he's got light. It's just not the light of Christ. So uh, you've seen those transformer. T- fat transformer toys right the dodge charger that turns into a bumblebee or whatever and uh, these characters we've watched them with Sam I don't know all the characters but uh, those transformers they get you watching these movies and all of a sudden you're having empathy for stinking machinery you know that uh, is falling fallen from heaven like iron and clay mixed in uh, the book of daniel <laughs> so next thing you know you're like weeping over some car that's transforming into a <clears throat> some sort of uh, some sort of uh, Supposed uh, creature with empathy. But uh, anyway, that's all fantasy. But you know what's not a fantasy is the ability for Satan to transform into an angel of light. And he's going to transform, right? So we know he's a covering cherub. Uh, so he, he was a cherub. He's got the four faces of a cherub. But yet at length, he's going to be transformed into a big old serpent. Uh, you know, no arms, no legs, no wings. And um, uh, he's going to be just wiggling around in the lake of fire for all of eternity so uh he's got some transforming that's coming but until that time we got to be really wise and realize that uh you know the only way to 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 really discern and filter out the false light is to have the right light the true light and so god's word is the filter so we can discern um, the transformers from those that are the real thing and then i like the way he He concludes this verse 15. Uh, he says, Whose end shall be according to their works. So don't sweat it. They're going to get judged, right? So we don't have to get too wound up about it. It is amazing how, you know, even though we read the Bible, we know what's coming, we still act like, you know, how shocking, you know, how shocking things are. Well, I think the Bible says it's going to be like that, not to mention that if we don't preach the gospel as we ought, we reap what we sow on top of that. So um, the reality is, is that God wants us to succeed more than we do. And uh, Paul really had a heart for the Corinthians, and he wanted them to succeed. And God has a heart for us and wants us to succeed. He doesn't want us to get caught up in uh, carnality. So in conclusion on this section, we've talked about the competition for our love, how God is crazy in love. You know, his love for us is really crazy. He loves us. Um, there's a corruption of love that can occur in verses 3 and 4. Um, you know, by a fearless by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. Right? Our, our, our credible Christian purity is under attack. Uh, God loves us dearly, but the devil wants to destroy us, just like he did Eve in the garden. And so we got to maintain the credibility of our love. Now Paul is stepping in there, um, as he mentions in verse 2, I'm jealous over you, uh, um, you know, with a godly jealousy. And uh, I've espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So these are very important things that he's he's laying out in verses 4 through 15 about how to maintain our purity as Christians and as a church. And so we got to make sure that in our own personal lives that we're not working against love, God's love, in our life, right? Uh, and God's love, you know, is, is Word. I mean, this is, this is what He loves. This is what we should be loving. David, the old book of Psalm 119 is all about loving God's Word, having a heart for God. And so uh, we don't want to work against God's love in our life. So there's hope. There's really good hope. And uh, Romans 2 tells us in verse 4, it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance, leads you to repentance. And God's goodness, I was just talking to someone today, <clears throat> and they are going through a struggle and, in their life and uh, wondering why, you know, why did God allow this? Why did God allow that? And, uh, you know, one of the things I encouraged them in <clears throat> is the character of God. I'm like, brother, no matter what comes, you need to remember that God's good. And uh, even if things bad things are happening in your life, it's ultimately for your ultimate benefit, and God will use it for good, if you love God. Right. It doesn't mean you have to enjoy it, or you have to like it, or you know. It's you know you may have to endure hardship, but at length, God is good, and ultimately, uh, his 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 purposes for you as a child are good. You know, no matter what the outcome may be. And so that takes faith, right? Like Abraham, we got to believe God and then it'll be accounted to us for righteousness. And so God puts us in difficult, allows difficulty in our life at times. Um, he doesn't keep us from it because it gives a, us an opportunity to trust him. And uh, I'm so thankful because I don't know about you, but when I'm in those situations, it draws me closer to Christ. And, uh, and that's oftentimes why those things come. And God forbid the difficulties come and then we go further away and we run from Christ. That is not a good thing. So so be wise to that and continue to love God and love each other. And that that should conclude our discussion on um, the battle to corrupt credible Christian purity. So when we come back, uh, which will be next week, I'll be here next week. So uh, I'll pick it up from there in the same chapter. And we're almost getting done with Second Corinthians. Uh, yeah it won't be too long we'll be done with this book so we've been in this a good long time 1st and well 2nd Corinthians we actually we kind of plowed through pretty quick 1st Corinthians took a long time so alright any questions comments I want to say that as we're doing this it makes me think of God's love for the Corinthians mm. because How God loves us so much that he's going to correct us when we need it. Amen. Yeah, that's good. It's he loves us. He's not an absentee father, you know. I was the <clears throat> needed to, to be for the Yeah. To yeah, and Paul loved them enough to tell them the truth, didn't he? Yeah, Paul's a Paul's a good man. So, yeah, praise the Lord. Anybody else? Yeah. a lot more and sell it not also wisdom and instruction and understanding so we've got truth wisdom instruction and understanding that we're not to buy i mean we're to buy or to get we're not to sell those either. right truth wisdom and understanding so it's everything we need. the mo- is everything we need and it's so valuable and yet we don't charge for it so yeah praise the lord isn't that something Lives need to be changed, and we have the words of eternal life. And so many times people got to, I'm going to go find a professional. And uh, really what you need is the professionals, the Lord Jesus. He's the one. His word, His truth, His wisdom. Amen. So, um, all right, that's good, Sharon. Anyone else? over my glasses because i can't see through them all right so uh let's go ahead and pray then and uh oh yeah thank you i'll stop that recording where's it at back here we'll have i'll pray on the tape then we'll stop heavenly father thank you for this time in your word pray a blessing on our prayer time tonight uh and lord as the the showers of blessing fall upon our church building lord i pray god that the showers of blessings from your word fall upon us Lord, I pray, God, that uh, as we continue in prayer and thanksgiving and praise, Lord, that our heart would just be stirred by the word of God, the words of God, and the relationship that we have with you, uh, and uh, not only as individuals but also corporately. Lord, we pray for our church family tonight. We pray, God, for the many things that uh, are on the prayer list. And I pray, God, that uh, you just have your good hand on uh, the, rest, the rest of our time. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Amy, can you uh, go to see if the prayer period...